Welcome to season two, episode one of the Floodgates podcast. My name is Joey Brake. And I'm Ken Brake, and we're so excited to be part of this new series season with you. We are so excited to start this new season. Um, season one was incredible. Yes. It was so cool to start the podcast last year. We saw it go to so many places, so many cities all around the world, so many people giving good feedback. And it was so cool to start something new last year. And I love this platform. I love this community that we've been able to build on the podcast. I just believe in 2024, it's going to reach even more people, that so many more are going to join the community, join the conversation, yeah. and that we'll be able to see change together. Yeah, and that's what it is, just a catalyst of change in all of our lives. And simple conversations, just talking about life and, and what God can do in and through our story. We just got back from our break. We had a little two-week vacation over Christmas break. We um, always take a Sunday or two to rest at the yeah. end of the year to reflect and to, to refuel for what's to come. And um, I, I know I'm refreshed. I'm so excited to be back. We actually, last Sunday, we just had our first gathering of the year. Yes, it was amazing. It was so good to be back in the room, in community, worshiping together. Pastor Vivi gave an incredible message kicking off the year, starting our collection on whole. And as we start this Pray First season, we always take the beginning of every year to pray and fast together as a church. I think we could talk a little bit about that. Um, talk about the why behind it and what we do and um, why it's so important that we start the year that way. Well, there's times in the Bible that, that God asks us to fast individually, but then corporately. Uh, even in Joel chapter 2, he talks about calling the congregation, calling the people together to fast corporately. And so what we do is we just put God first. We start the year off first. We're asking God um, to give us direction and wisdom, and we're just simply saying, God, here's our heart. Whatever we had planned, we put it aside because we want to live out your plan. And it only happens when you pray and fast. When you're fasting, it just puts you in a posture to receive from God. And a lot of times, in my experience, it's been correction. It's been training. It's been thoughts or, or attitudes that have to be corrected in order for his will to be done in and through our lives. So we just come together in 21 days, and we pray together, we fast together. We do a Daniel fast, typically, where it's just um, fruits and vegetables and water and, and just abstaining from things that, that would just hinder our, our walk and our spiritual talk with God. Yeah, I love taking the beginning of the year to shift our attention and our focus and give, give it to God right from the start yeah and i think it's very intentional that we do this so then that way it overflows into everything we do um every project every gathering every yes. event whatever it may be that we start with the first things first mm -hmm. and spending time to god dedicating dedicating the first three weeks just to be intentional and spending time and connect with him and um i love that we're doing prayer gatherings once a week yes. thursday nights at hq um, if you're in the area, come through. Um, yeah. We're going to be praying together, worshiping together. Um, those are really special. And I, I think we're also we're also going live every day on Instagram, yeah. live on our Fluggies underscore church account. Um, we're going to be going 12 p.m. We have different leaders hopping on every yes. day at noon so just exciting. to pray together. Those will be saved. So if you miss it at noon, you can watch it early in the morning you can watch it when you get off at night but it's also another way to get intentional in community and to pray together and i think we've always said to pray in unity and community yeah and it's really special when 
the church comes together to pray in um, this special unity, this special oneness that carries out throughout the year when we start this way. Yeah, and this this whole week, this first week, is all about your heart and um, that you would give God your heart, that you would put the calluses down and the hurts and the pain and just be vulnerable in God's presence and let him heal you and guide you and lead you. And it's really been a challenge this year, even for me as a pastor, that we would experience wholeness mm. in our heart, in our mind, in our soul. Yeah, yeah Pastor Vivi said it on, on Sunday. She said that the root of everything you do is the condition of your heart. Yeah. I think it's so important that we we look inwards at what, what's been growing, what's mm-hmm. what's at the root of our heart, and it truly will affect the condition of it. For sure. And so I think we can see the good things, the bad things, the things that need to grow, the things that need to change, yeah. and the things that we're doing well at. Right. And I think what better time than the beginning of the year than to do that? Uh, when I often think of the, the beginning of a new year, mm-hmm. I look at it as a fresh start. Right. And I think... That's something we say often, a fresh start, a new beginning, right. um, that as a church, we really, truly believe that God is always up to something new and always moving. Mm-hmm. And I think if we're not careful, we, we give so much power to the, the fresh start of the new year when the, the truth is it's really just the choice to make a daily decision That's right. that, yeah, it's a new year, but also you can make that same change when you're starting to give up halfway through in July. Right. That that just because you you made a decision the beginning of January and maybe mm-hmm. you weren't faithful to complete it, that it's not too late. That just starts with one choice, right. one decision. And we even talked a little bit about it on Sunday, but let's talk a little bit right now about the the power of daily decisions mm. and the small changes. Because often I think it's easy to try to make drastic change and drastic decisions. um, And and we think that that will fix everything. But truly, if we would just focus and making small, tiny changes and let them compound, Mm -hmm. we will see over time that big change happen. Right. And and I just challenge you just to maybe improve 1%. Mm -hmm. And as you keep showing up every day, have that mindset, I'm going to show up, I'm going to be determined, I'm going to be disciplined, but just that it's okay just to learn 1%. You don't have to learn everything in one moment or, like you say, have these resolutions that are so unachievable. Mm-hmm. And just these simple goals of, of saying, I want to be healthy. What's that look like? Maybe you cut out soda. Yeah. I, I decided for some reason to stop drinking Coke, and Dr. Pepper is my favorite, but it's been two years, mm-hmm. and I just haven't drank it. It was just a discipline, but it started with a little bit and changing and changing to where now it's not even an option for me. I don't even crave it, desire it, or need it. And so those are just those little changes that you would you would shift and uh, begin to understand that these disciplines, they'll become healthy habits in your life. If you want to start working out, maybe work out once or twice a week. You don't have to do a six-day regimen and schedule. You can just start somewhere. Yeah, I think that's an important thing to start something yeah. and start somewhere. And I think the truth is a new year doesn't change you, but right. your daily decisions do. So, and so what are the small daily decisions that you can change, that you can make in order to make an impact and become who God has created you to be? And I, I know we started this, this conversation based off the verse in Isaiah 
chapter 43, starting in verse 18, it says, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And I think the truth is today that Jesus wants to do something new in our lives. That he's looking for a new way to move, a new way to use us, a new way to speak, a new way to do the miracle. He's always trying to do the, a new thing. It's just, do our eyes, do we have the perspective to see it? Do we have open eyes, open hearts, ready to perceive what he wants to do? Yeah, I love that word, perception. It's, it's packed with so much... Uh, information until you really define it, until you really look at that word perception. It's really being aware and sensitive with a sense of of understanding and having a comprehension of what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And 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 I, I love our life of faith is walking and living and not really fully seeing what's going to happen, but trusting God is working, trusting and and perceiving that if he said it, he'll be faithful to complete it. And that, that word perception, to perceive what he's doing, is for you to be sensitive, is for you to be connected, is for you to dwell in his presence and to be part of, of connecting with him on the daily so you can perceive what's about to happen. It's kind of like inside information. It's kind of like you already know who wins the battle, but you have to show up to the battle. And you have to perceive who's attacking and when to stand and when to when to walk away and when to just follow his instructions. And I think what happens when we start praying and fasting, our perception radars turned on mm-hmm. and we can start hearing his whispers. We can hear his guidance. We can see things before they even happen. Yeah, I think it's so interesting that when you start to pray, when you start to fast, when you start to try to be intentional, to connect with God, you hear him so much more clearly. Yeah. And like you said, that perception radar, it, it like it activates in this way that it, it never has before. Yeah. But it's because your focus is truly on trying to perceive it. I, I, ever, I remember reading not too long ago, like on Instagram, this like uh, experiment. And it said, typically, if you were driving to work, right, and you got there and someone said, how many red cars did you see? You wouldn't know off the top of your head how many. Mm-hmm. But if someone gave you the challenge, say tomorrow when you go into work and you tell me how many red cards you see, I'll give you $100. Right. You don't know exactly the count. And the count will probably be pretty high and more than you would be able to guess just mm-hmm. off the top of your head. Sure. It's because your attention was looking out for that thing. That if you were looking for those red cars, you were going to see it more than you weren't even trying to. And so I think the same way when we're walking with Jesus, when you actually shift your focus and your attention, you're looking for the opportunities of how he's going to provide. If you're looking for new ways that he wants to move, if you're looking and seeking for him to speak to you, that you will actually find it more often than not when you're not actually trying to pay attention at all. Yeah, and I think we get distracted with our past so often. That's why he says, forget the past. Mm. Quit dwelling on the things that happened in 2023. We're in 2024 now. And yes, the year changed, but nothing's going to change unless you decide to make change. Mm. Nothing's going to come and just 
by accident just you're gonna lose 10 pounds you know you're gonna you're just gonna gain muscle without going to the gym you have to be disciplined you have to choose uh, how you act and how you talk in 2024 and so that perception is so important because we can perceive him doing something new when we take our eyes off the past and forget the former things forget what he did in 2023 he may have done miraculous things he may have done great things it may have been hard it may have been great but now's a new season, a fresh start. And today you can decide to perceive what he wants to do in the new. He wants, he wants to give you streams in the desert. I mean, water in the desert is hard to come by. Mm -hmm. But he wants it to flow. He wants it to overflow. He wants to give you a path in the wilderness where you're lonely, where you're walking alone. He wants to give you a way out. And so I believe it's just you coming along and saying, I choose to go to church. I choose to be part of a community. I choose to show up at the prayer gatherings. I choose to be part of a group. I choose to come and serve. And it's just a choice. And when you just make that simple step, it's a step-by-step -step of choosing to show up, um, your life will never be the same. Yeah. And we, we have a big opportunity here at the beginning of this new year to, to enter into this new. And I think we would miss the moment if we focus so much on what didn't happen last year, right. on what we missed out on, on what didn't, what didn't happen, mm -hmm. and we focus so much on that that we miss what God wants to do right here, right now in this mm, new so season. And we have this fresh start, and I think, like you were saying, it, it just takes a step. Yeah. It takes a decision. It takes a choice. And if we're willing to walk step by step into the new, that we will see God truly move. And... When we, when we want to enter into the, the fresh, new thing that God wants to do, I think it takes a lot of courage. Yeah. It, it takes a lot of courage, um, even like Joshua, when he was calling into the season to go into the promised land. Yeah. God says, be strong and courageous. Yeah, multiple that times. Strong and courageous. Multiple times he reminds them of this faith. Be strong and courageous. Mm -hmm. And it takes boldness to enter into the new, to step out of, of what mm -hmm. you know of the uncertainty of what is common, of what is comfortable, and, and to step into the new. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that, what, what it takes to have that courage, that boldness, because I think we have to have courage to start some things, mm -hmm. and we have to have some courage to stop some things. That's true. And if we want to see growth and the change that we want to see in this year, that we have to find that courage, be willing to start, but also... Be willing to let go and to stop some things. Right. And you have to understand Joshua just was inherited his leadership position. Moses just died. He has to lead people into the promised land. And so, of course, he's afraid. He's like, how are the people going to respond? They listen to Moses where they listen to me. He had to deal with all these things. And so God reminded him to be strong and courageous and don't be afraid. And I think courage is walking towards your fear trusting God will make a way. That's good. And I think when you step in courage, because we're going to face fears, we're going to face our giants, we're going to face our enemies, and we have to have the courage to know that God's calling us to it, and he'll lead us through it, and he'll give us the strength to, to overcome. And I think it's good just to, have, just to say, today I choose courage to start something new, whatever it is. Maybe it's reading a book. Maybe it's exercise. Maybe it's how you eat, how you become healthy and whole in your mind and your heart and your soul. But just take a courage to start. He had a courage to tell the people to get ready. In three days, we're going to go into the promised land. And he had a 
challenge them and tell them to say, we're going to do something new. We've been in the wilderness 40 years. Now it's newness. Now it's going to go face our enemy and take the land that God gave us. It's so good. And I think if we want to have courage to start, that we have to have this discipline that, that will carry us through. And um, it really starts with knowing what you prioritize. I think as we're talking through this collection whole as a church, we're talking about our heart, our mind, our soul, that these are so important to our livelihood and things that often that we overlook and don't pay attention to and don't prioritize. And so what are the things in your life that you have to prioritize today that you want to start something, you want to start a business, you want to start a new program, you want to start writing, you want to start reading, you want to start eating right, you want to start being a better husband, you want to be a better sister, whatever it may be, what are the things that will prioritize and be the disciplines that will carry your decisions? Because I, I, I think we want to make the decisions, but we don't have the, disi- the discipline yeah. To, to set that standard. Yeah, I think you have to decide who you want to be before you do. Mm. So what what kind of father do you want to be? What kind of friend do you want to be? What kind of what follower of Jesus do you want to be? A church you want to be? You have to ask yourself these things and, and really define that before you do the do's. You know, because a lot of times we get busy and distracted and I'm just going to do this, 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 and that, and then you forget about who you're becoming. Are you becoming who God's want you to become? And so focus on on who he's called you to be before you do all the do's, but then be disciplined in those action steps. Like if you want to be a good husband, you have to show up and you have to communicate and you have to love and and do what the Bible says, the you know, sacrifice even your own life need be for your wife. And so those are things that you have to decide who you want to be before you actually do the things you want to do. I love that. Define before you do. Mm. It's, it's actually living with the intention behind it, the discipline yeah. behind it. Um, I, I think we can talk a little bit about celebrating the wins because mm. a lot of times in change, we focus on yeah. what's going wrong rather than what's going right. And I think it's really important that when you're going through a season of change that you have moments to celebrate the wins. Mm -hmm. And one thing I love with me and Natasha that we prioritize in our relationship is celebrate the small things. Mm -hmm. That whether it be a one-month anniversary or um, just a little, I don't know, whether it be like just a small win of something we've been dreaming for for a while Mm -hmm. um, or maybe something we just talked about last week and it it happened. And we're like, let's celebrate this because we... We were just talking about this, and now it's, it's real. And I think it's really important that it, it, it refreshes your soul, and it, it really, truly encourages you to keep on going when you focus on what is going good, what, what you're doing right. And then you can, obviously, you, you focus on what you can adjust and where you can grow, but don't take for granted how much and how good you're doing. And I, I think that that outlook will keep you sustained to keep on going. Because if you only focus on the negative, you're, you don't want to give up. You're going to want to quit. You're just like, oh, I'm still not there yet. I'm still not ready or I'm still not where I want to be. Yeah, it's okay. But you still got to make those daily decisions step by step to get there. Yeah. Let's talk about the courage to stop. 
Um, we talked a little bit about not letting, you know, bringing the old into the new. Mm-hmm. And I think if we want to do that, we have to have that courage to stop. Mm-hmm. What are some things that we need to stop mm-hmm. and, and, and kind of put it into if we want it into the fresh start? I mean, there's there's all kinds of areas, but the first instinct when he when he told him to be strong and courageous, he said, "Don't be afraid." So I would tell you, stop being fearful. You know, take that courage to to have walk into a new relationship, into a new business venture, into a new opportunity, and despite your fears of the unknown, just walk and and go forward and and have the courage to take that step. Um, you know, stop worrying about things. We worry about so little things that we even create worry where there is no worry. Mm-hmm. We start worrying about what ifs and what could happen and, and, and who's going to respond and who's not going to respond. And these, this worry has nothing to your life. So I would just say stop being afraid, stop worrying, um, stop, stop doubting yourself. You know, we have all these thoughts of what people spoken over our lives or, or told us who we are, who we could become, or who or what we can't do or do in life. I would just say, just be yourself. Just allow God to use you and stop trying to impress others. Just just be you. And I would tell you also just to stop feeling anxious, you know, of, of am I going to have enough? Uh, will, will this work out? You know, and I think it just goes back to those disciplines. You know, me as a as, as a leader, I've I've been trying to lose weight. It's been a two year journey, but I've lost fifty pounds over these two years, and I'm still losing one or two pounds here and there. And it's still a, a constant goal of mine to be healthy, but it's a challenge. And I can say, wow, you know, it's not really working. I'm still not quite there yet. But yeah, I look back and say. I'm 50 pounds less than I was two years ago. And so when we start putting these these things and stop doubting ourselves and worrying and being anxious, it just gives God the opportunity to walk with us, even if we're afraid, and we can just surrender that and say, I'm going to take a step of courage today. Yeah. I think that's what it's all about, just taking that step of courage, that step-by-step, step, decision by decision, that you would truly be able to experience the change that God wants to do in your life. And this is your opportunity right now if you're listening and you feel stuck in the same thing, you want to see the change happen, you want God to do something new. I believe that that this is the moment that you can actually put pen to paper, write down the, the, the decision and define who you want to be yeah, before you even set out to do define who you want to be. Define who God's called you to be. If you don't even know who you want to be, who has God called you to be? What kind of husband? What kind of father? What kind of wife? What kind of sister? What kind of friend? What kind of coworker? What kind of creative? What kind of person? What kind of human does God call you to be? And I truly believe if you do that, then you can actually step out and start something. Start something new. We started this podcast last right. year. We didn't know what it was going to look like. We didn't know what it was going to take. We didn't know how it was going to work out. But we stepped out. We believe God called us to this. Mm-hmm. And I believe that now we live in today knowing that this is a special community. Yeah. That if we had, hadn't stepped out, we wouldn't know what it would be like with, without it. And so I think 
there's things in your life that aren't there yet, but throughout the daily decisions and the steps that you take that you will see and you'll end up in the place that God has called you to be. Yeah, and I think it goes back to a place of surrender as well. Mm-hmm. Have the courage to surrender it. Have the courage to surrender to God what you can't control. Let him lead you and guide you. You know, I, I was thinking as we were talking about this word perception again, it's kind of like wind. You can't see wind, right? Wind is something that you perceive when a storm's coming through, and you you can't you can't really see the wind, but you see the effects of wind. You see the trees moving. You see the stuff on the ground moving around. And that's how you know wind is happening. And so when you when you perceive that and you see the effects of wind, how, how great would it be if on the daily you would allow the Holy Spirit, the wind of the Spirit, to start to affect you? You, you can't see the Holy Spirit, but you can see the effects of the Holy Spirit. And then he can begin to move you towards salvation, move you towards deliverance, move you towards an understanding of who you need to become and be in this world. You can move to a greater knowledge and perception of what he wants to do in and through your life. And it's just when you, when you start perceiving that and you see the effects of your praying and your fasting and reading his word, you'll begin to move in a way that's new. You just operate in that fresh start. Yeah, and I believe that others will see the same effects yeah. of the wind. For sure. That as you live intentionally this year, as you enter into the fresh start, as you enter into the newness, as you have the courage to start, the courage to stop, that others around you will see the effects of the wind in your life. That you yourself may not even see the change taking place. But others will see, what's different about you? I saw you walked into the room with this confidence like I've never seen before. When you speak, it seems like you're just a different person. That when I, when I look at you, just you have this glow, this joy. This, it, it's just different. Something changed. And you're like, no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. But it's because of those little daily decisions that over time, people will see the effects of the wind, of the new thing that God has for you in your life. Yeah, and I just would challenge you um, this week that you would go to God and that you would say, God, give me courage for the unseen. Give me courage in my uncertainty and give me courage in the unknown. And that those, those areas that you'll just surrender to God, that he will instill in you courage to face your fears, to face your relationships, to face the new steps that you're going to start taking this year. And it just goes back to that, that you would just go to God and say, I'm weak, I'm scared, I'm afraid, I I need confidence, I need assurance, I need to kind of know what's going to happen. Well, he's already telling us, perceive it. I'm doing something new. So just ask God to give you that courage in that unseen area of your life and just take a step. It's just one step. And then it's one step today, one step tomorrow. And by the end of 2024, you've taken 365 steps towards who God's called you to be. So good. I love this conversation. I think it's been so helpful for me. hope it's been helpful for you that are listening. Um, I just believe that let's enter into everything God has for us this year that we would truly see him do the impossible in our life, 
that we would truly see him move in a fresh, in a new way, that we would have the perspective to see what he's doing, when he's doing it, and that we would actually live with intention and give him our attention in everything we do, that we live with courage, yes. that we would start somewhere, and that we would stop the things that don't need to go into what he's calling us to do, so that we would define what and who he's created us to be before we even do anything. And I, I really believe that if we live from this framework, that we will see a whole new outcome in this year. That's right. I agree with you. i just so excited to hear. Maybe you want to put in a comment or, or send a message to us how we can be praying for you or just encouraging you. And, and your comments encourage us. Let us know how we can be serving you as a church. Yeah. This will be a really fun season. I'm really excited for this year on the podcast and to see where this community will go. And thank you for being part of the journey. If you're listening right now and um, you maybe it's your first time listening from season two, maybe you've been with us in season one, thank you for being a part yes. of this community that we truly believe that there's something special here. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Foggy's Podcast. Um, keep up. We'll be posting clips there. Share them with people so more people can be a part. Yeah. And um, I really believe that this year is going to be really special. Thank you for listening. Let's continue to live by faith, to be known by love, and to be a beacon of hope. We'll see you next time.